Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm sure you've heard from other shows that ads are down across the board. Before the episode starts, I ask that you consider joining the Patreon. Each month you get access to a ton of bonus content. In fact, hundreds of hours of bonus content. Your support means a lot. Even a dollar makes a huge difference. To help support the show, please head to patreon.com slash obscuracrimepodcast. Thank you. Welcome, listener. I'm glad you're here. Take a seat next to the fire. Little is known about Trey Sesler's formative years. Born in August 1989, Trey would go on to graduate from Waller High School. Trey stands at an imposing 6'5". He's got brown, shaggy hair and a usually dour, sullen expression. While information about Trey's early years is lacking, five years ago, when I first researched this episode, the entirety of his YouTube channel remained almost untouched. Since then, his channel and videos have been removed. At the start of Trey's YouTube channel, he seemed happy enough, like a kid who has his whole life ahead of him. I'm going to play some audio from various early videos to give you the idea. No, no. This is a gift for my grandma last Christmas. What of it? Nothing, nothing by it. Just a gift. What's wrong with that? And I noticed these sunglasses right here. These are 5K shades. And I went over the sales records of Sunglass Hut, and these were bought by the exact same. Uh, rumor has it it was um, the the Grand Master. That Grandmaster's gone too far. Oh, uh, yes. But even if he has gone too far, he is the Grandmaster of these lands, and no one can stop him or his powerful magic. I shall. In these early videos, Trey seems to have interest in a number of hobbies. There are short films, trailers, fight sequences, and yes, anime reviews. Not to jump ahead too far, but he also looks healthier than in later videos. It's difficult to describe, but in these early videos, he seems so much younger than his later videos. There is a natural glow that surrounds him. It's the glow of someone who is playing an active role, doing what he loves. But because it can't go ignored, these videos feature staggering amounts of dark foreshadowing. Guns litter the videos. In other videos, he instructs the viewers how to create blood packets to be used for creating their own violent shorts. Okay, let's get this started. Today I'm going to show you how to make a blood packet to tape the inside of the actor to simulate a bullet hit. Start with this little Ziploc bag here. Make a cut. About an inch long. Not too wide there. That way. You have... Okay, I'm out here. I got my undershirt on. 
I have my cardboard and my blood pack taped to it. Uh, now all you need to do is set the firecracker inside and light it. And uh, it's, it's easy, it really is. So basically just light your match, set your shirt down, ow, it hurts so bad. That's basically it. The more powerful the firecracker you have, obviously the better it's going to be, but that pretty much sums it up how to make a good bullet hit. In a number of early videos, Trey himself dies, in one by lightning. Another by gunfire. You get the idea. When not creating reviews, his early shorts seemed to showcase a growing obsession with death and violence. Ambushes, sword fights, gun battles, it's all there. I'd usually find videos like these amusing, but I can't with these. Not with the obvious dark irony. In one clip, Trey parodies one of my favorite films, Videodrome. Another interesting thing of note is that these early videos chronicles Trey's birthdays. Watching Trey excitedly list off his presents, that's the first birthday. And there's genuine joy in his expression. There's something morbidly fascinating about watching the light fade from his eyes with each passing birthday. Something slowly died there, and his family would shoulder that burden. Hi everybody, Mr. Anime here. And while today is indeed August and Mr. Anime Season 3 is coming out this month, today is a day of rest and a day of celebration. Because today, me, Mr. Anime, slash Trey, turns 20 years old. That's right, August 3rd, it's my birthday. And just like most people, well I'd hope all people, it only comes once a year. So, now, since I just basically gave the big news away, why not show what I've gotten so far? Well. First, I got one of these. Hi everybody, Mr. Anime here. And while I'll be getting to my next review in a moment, which will be out this week, I'd like to inform you all, and I'm sure you already know by the video title, that I'll be celebrating my 21st birthday tomorrow on August 3rd. Now my YouTube channel will claim that I'm 22. It will also claim that I was born January 1st, 1989. However, these are my fault because I didn't fill this information out correctly. So I'm not actually 22. I'm actually 20 at this time that I'm making the video. And as soon as 12 o'clock rolls over, I'll be officially 21. Not that my face is going to suddenly metamorphosis overnight and change to some old man. Which would be a good movie premise. But anyway, I will be celebrating a birthday tomorrow. So um, if anyone is sharing a birthday with me, Happy birthday to you! Trey eventually shifts near entirely to anime content. It's strange watching these old reviews. I'll be upfront and admit that I watched Trey Sessler's reviews before his downfall. Compared to today, Trey was part of a smaller pool of anime reviewers on YouTube than there are currently. He was a foundational creator in the space. Because of this, production at the time didn't need to be specialized. While today's reviews are expertly crafted, intercutting scenes from the anime being reviewed, and using graphic design once only seen on cable television. No, to paint a picture, Mr. Anime Reviews featured a static camera angle, low quality audio, and usually ran no longer than eight minutes. But Room at Theater I feel a little differently about, because Room at Theater has something that none of them did. Room at Theater actually has some dignity to it. I can actually watch Rumi Theater and enjoy it. Like I said before, it's a 12 episode series, and each episode we meet different characters. Mystery and comedy are the two biggest occurring themes in Rumi Theater. Most of the uh, one episodes that tell different stories are either, uh, they, it's either comical or it's either, you know, mysterious slash kind of scary. Uh, Rumiko doesn't like, she doesn't really go all the way. She doesn't like to go all the way with her horror. Like, she'll go to a certain point, and when it starts to get to a point to where it's too extreme, you know, too violent or too gritty or too dark, she'll just cut it off, and she'll cut to something that's pleasant and happy. But what was going through Trey Sessler's mind? 
as the years passed. Admittedly, with the benefit of hindsight, there seems to be a clear progression in which you can watch Trey's gradual descent into madness. On his now-removed Facebook page, Trey posted about a family pet rabbit that went missing. No one in the household was able to explain the disappearance. Eventually, other family pets go missing and die at Trey's hands. When the family pets weren't enough, he graduates to livestock. And when the thrill of executing cows in the middle of the night grew boring, Trey would fire his guns at random buildings in the middle of the night. In a strange video, Trey Sessler is seen with facial wounds. He claims that he'd been in an accident. Trey tells his viewers that he's posting the video for insurance purposes and can't discuss the accident for legal reasons. Hi everybody, uh, Mr. Anime here, and I just want to confirm what the title has stated. I have been involved in an accident uh, because of uh, legal and insurance purposes. I cannot disclose what the accident was, but uh, I will not be able to appear on camera for a little while until um, I become, you know, well, I'm on camera right now, but uh, I don't exactly look good on camera right now, if you know what I mean. So, I'm okay. Not that injured, just a little bit. But uh, I'm still going to... I remember that when this accident video originally released, there was a large amount of drama surrounding it. In fact, some people who knew Trey in real life took to internet forums to claim they knew the real reason behind the accident. The main theme surrounding the claims is that Trey had been killing animals, and one of those animals fought back. Suddenly he had to explain to his family and the internet why his face was cut and bruised. Knowing what we now know, I believe these claims to be legitimate. So, in my opinion, I believe Trey's face wounds were either the result of an animal defending itself or someone catching Trey in the act and striking him in the face. If it were just an animal scratching up his face, I think maybe Trey created the video as a way to cover up the incident from his family and explain the wounds. If it were someone striking him after being caught killing someone's pet or livestock, I think it was Trey proving to someone that he was willing to pursue legal action if they took it further. Whatever the case, I personally find this video to mark a shift in Trey's demeanor. In the videos that follow Trey's physical appearance starts to look more fatigued than ever, and he seems to talk with a slur in his speech. So much so that he even creates a video in an attempt to jokingly dismiss comments that mention the slur. It seems commenters began to ask Trey if he was on medication or if he had taken up binge drinking. Hi. I'm Mr. Anime. I don't really have a show for you. I don't even know why I'm here. Like my executive producer dragged me away from the bar I was chilling at. Like he dragged me here to my set and he was like, Mr. Anime, you look so fucked up and drunk. Why don't you do a video about you being fucked up and drunk? And I was like, I don't want to do that, you know? Like I don't get drunk and I'm not down for doing videos during the middle of the week that have nothing to do with anime reviews. And r rumor has it that these people with these weird masks and Inuyasha had been uh, chasing me around. And yeah, Inuyasha's been calling me during my reviews. He lives next door to me if nobody knew that. And I'm going to whoop his ass and it's going to come up soon. Now, I don't know what this little thing is in front of me and I don't know what it's recording I guess it's a camera and I hope that the YouTube fans don't see this because I'm during my off days and my producer dragged me over here so keep reporting or uh, keep attending Mr. Anime Reviews and I'll see you next time did I just do a review? What the hell am I doing here? 
You don't, you guys exposing me for my drunkenness? Trace Sessler's propensity towards binge drinking is now not a matter for debate. He would later confirm his alcohol abuse in a police interrogation. It's not long after his drinking dismissal video that Trey starts reintroducing guns and violence back into his videos. In the newest videos featuring these traits, there is an unsettling stoicism in them. Compared to his early videos that featured a kid playing with his friends and making shorts, these videos feature a man who looks dead behind the eyes, displaying his dark fantasies for the whole world to see. In a video titled Rifle Test, Trey Sessler seems visibly and audibly drunk. Oh, how you doing everyone? It's Mr. Anime. Or you can call me Trey. You can call me the guy that does the video game reviews, or you can call me the guy that does all the gun stuff now. Uh, what I have here today to show you is a high point. Now, for those of you that are familiar with high point, you might have a very low opinion of them, or you might have a high opinion of them. I think they're uh, pretty decent, especially for the price. I have here a very classic 995. It shoots 9mm rounds. 10 round magazine comes standard with it. And you can also buy an optional 15 round magazine. But you know, I like really big clips, so I wish it came with like a 50. So today, uh, there's where I'm going to be shooting from. There's my 995 in the dirt, which is where you should never put any of your guns, of course. And I'm going to be shooting at these uh, bottles across this little creek here. I'm not sure how far away it is, um, maybe like uh, 80 feet, 100 feet, uh, hopefully I should be able to make these shots, so we'll see. As we take a moment's pause in the middle of our exploration of the dark corners of humanity, let's explore a different kind of mystery. One that takes you back to the roaring 1920s with June's Journey. In this hidden object game, you slip into the role of June Parker, tasked with unraveling the murder mystery of her sister. Each scene is meticulously designed, filled with hidden clues that lead you deeper into a storyline, riddled with danger, romance, and scandalous family secrets. I've personally ventured through the ornate parlors of New York to the charming streets of Paris within this game each chapter peeling back layers of a complex narrative that's as engaging as it is visually stunning. Beyond just solving mysteries, June's journey invites you to escape into an era of opulence as you build and customize your very own estate island. It's the perfect blend of challenge and relaxation that I find incredibly refreshing, especially after delving into the often intense themes of our podcast. For those of you who thrive on solving puzzles and uncovering stories, June's Journey offers a chance to channel your inner detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Step into June's shoes and help her solve the ultimate mystery. Can you uncover the truth behind her sister's tragic demise? Now, let's dive back into our own mysterious journey here on Obscura. Stay tuned. And keep your wits about you. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then... She can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventure, and the challenges she overcame. The book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. Personally, I love my life in a book. I tried it with my mom, and I've heard stories I'd never heard before because, you know, they just never came up naturally in conversation. It's easy to use, and my favorite part is it's given me more of an excuse to talk to my mom more. 
you know, it's not always easy to come up with those on your own. Listener, check out mylifeinabook.com and use code Obscura at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code Obscura for 10% off today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Eagle, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dog joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food. What she's discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Listener, I've watched this video, and honestly, it's 20 minutes well spent. The health of my animals means everything to me. This stuff has improved the coats and energy of mine, and they love it. Normally they are picky with food, but they really enjoy this stuff. Go to badlandsfood.com slash obscura and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash obscura. Okay, so there's this old couch always under this bridge. I don't know who put it here. Just a really old couch. That's all it is. Uh, basically, what I'm going to do is, and this is pretty childish and ridiculous, is blow up the couch to the best of my 9 millimeters abilities. So let's see what we can do. In the video, he's under a bridge and firing at a blue couch. His speech is slurred and his movement sluggish. Oh, whoa, I wouldn't want to be sitting on that couch right now. In the video that followed, Trey shows off his pet ferret that he would go on to kill. Commenters on YouTube post that Trey's father had mentioned the ferret in school. There's something more sinister when it comes to the ferret clip. Even when compared to the guns and violence videos, here you see Trey wearing his full-blown mask. To his audience, it would seem that he cares for his pet but we actually see Trey's manipulation on display in all its glory. All right, so I've been taking my anime review break. I have finished the final act and I have got my you know, opinion on that. This is Mr. Anime, by the way. How you guys been doing? I got this ferret though. My official uh, anime mascot was gonna be a little kitten, but I thought this would be a little bit more unique. It does have like a cat tail anyway, see? Like a weird cat tail. These things are really strange. Like, I've thought about getting them before, but they're just weird looking. I mean, look at this thing. What, what the hell is this, you know? I mean, yeah, I know it's a ferret, but it's just... I mean, it's... Oh, it's pretty adorable. I got it on... Oh, ow, ow! Okay, that's not, that's not adorable. Bit my nose and you wetted my nose down with your wet nose. Ugh. Anyway, um... Yeah, just stay tuned to the channel. I'll still be doing stuff. I don't know when I'm going to do the final act review. It's coming around. Mr. Anime is still here. I'm not going anywhere. But for now, just look at my ferret and let me know what you think of it. <laughs> not to get grim, but I don't think it would have affected him to rip the ferret apart with his bare hands right after filming the video. I'm going to stray from objectivity, so bear with me. But I feel some people can't be saved. Rehabilitation is not an option for these types of people. Unlike the movies, you can't hug them and make it better. No, they should be treated like the predators they are, and avoided at all costs by the average person, lest you become prey. With that in mind, there is an important thing to note about Mr. Anime. During the years leading up to the murders, Trey obsessed over mass shootings, Columbine being one of his favorites. And this isn't uncommon behavior with potential mass shooters. For many, the act itself becomes a game where human lives are the points 
and they only get one shot at it. So knowing they only have one chance, these predators spend years fantasizing and researching before committing the final act. In another one of the great dark ironies behind this case, Trey himself would weigh in on the mass shooting epidemic. Hey everybody, season two here, and today I'm running on something um, a little bit, right? Um, yes, I'm running on something a little bit anime unrelated. I'm ranting on all the shootings that have been happening. Uh, Pittsburgh, New York, Alabama, California. Um, it's like every day I get online <clears throat> and click open Yahoo or whatever I open and let the publicity fill my mind with bad thoughts about uh, the place I live. So, I don't know what's going on. You know, they had an article that were like, well, the economy's gone bad. Everyone's losing their job and getting mad and shooting everybody. Yeah, I guess that makes sense since all a lot of the shooters lately have <laughs> recently lost their job. But um, I'm a firearms owner myself, but uh, it's uh, it, it is a little bit disturbing to know that you could be a victim in something like this at these times. All the people that were victims, you think it won't happen to me, but sometimes it does. But seriously, every day I open Yahoo, I'm like, well, time to see what today time to see what today's shooting is, and hey, there's another one. So, I don't know when it's going to stop. I think it's... Why? Why? But, uh, what can I say? So, with that, just uh, making everyone aware, if no one has heard any of about it, look, you can look it up. But, uh, very frequent. Uh, frequently in the news. I'm sure it does happen. I live close to Houston, and, uh, you know, it's Houston. It's a huge city. There's shootings every day, but the mass shootings lately, uh, I don't know. But, um, yes... Thank you for watching, and I will see you In a video that, in my opinion, marks another downshift in his behavior, Trey announces he's suffering from pneumothorax. Hi, everybody. It's uh, Trey here, a.k.a. Mr. Anime, and uh, um, I guess I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Uh, no, I'm not quitting YouTube. That's what some of you guys are thinking. But I've, uh, I've had a little bit of shortness of breath lately and a, a little bit of back pain and stuff, and... I haven't been sleeping too well, my eyes are a little swollen, that's why I'm wearing these sunshades, and uh, it seems like I've uh, got the diagnosis of uh, pneumothorax, um, basically um, leaking air from my lungs, and uh, my lungs uh, are running the possibility of collapsing, so I'm, uh, I'm going to be out of action for a little bit. Um, the anime review I uploaded today, thankfully, was pre-recorded about four days ago. And I have another one that's also pre-recorded and ready to go. So I still have one more review that's already made that I'll probably post later. Um, I mean, I don't know what to say. Is this, is this one of those things where you think, like, it you know, couldn't happen to you sort of, sort of deal? Uh, it is pretty frightening because I don't really know what's going to happen. And, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say, guys. Um, you know, I've, I've been really pushing my channel lately uh, since I came back. I've been really trying to extend my reach in the YouTube community and make the anime community as, as good as it can be. And now this nonsense has come up. So, you know, I'm hoping that this is just going to be a minor deal and that I'm not leaking that much air out of my lungs. Um, but it could be a big deal. Um, but I don't want to raise a red flag and be negative about it. So, um, if you're religious, uh, I would appreciate it if you prayed for me. <laughs> and, uh, keep watching my channel. Um, keep subscribing. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, this is a 240p video because the audio is really the only important thing so I just wanted to let you guys know what was going on um, it's not an act it's 100% happening and uh, I'm pretty disturbed about it so uh, thanks for watching and I hope to see you soon shortly after he updates his viewers letting them know it's only a minor case of pneumothorax and that it wouldn't likely require treatment in a video that follows, he's upset at the YouTube copyright system. Trey once again appears to be drunk, slurring his words. His hand gestures are wild. 
even darker, Trey brandishes a gun at one point in the video. Hi, Mr. Animator, and if you saw the title of the video, you know what this is all about. And for anyone that's ever been suspended or warned or anything like that by YouTube's copyright policies or YouTube's violation policies, you're going to want to hear this for sure. And uh, as far as Inuyasha goes, my next door neighbor, for those of you that don't know, he's my next door neighbor, Inuyasha, the animated loser character, which I'm not afraid of, by the way. There's no reason to be afraid of. <laughs> I was just kidding, you guys. Uh, that was just uh, some of my stuff shifting over there in the studio. Uh, I guarantee you uh, I, 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 I wasn't scared. So, I've been talking to quite a few people, including the Lava Buster, which I recently plugged, about YouTube's copyright policies and how it's run uh, reviewers off the internet, off YouTube. Some of them off the internet, yeah, they just packed up and said, hell yeah, YouTube's really the only credible video site that has all the people right now. So they were just like, where to go, where to go, where to go? I mean, you have like Vimeo and Blip, but they just don't have the... But out of all the numerous clips used here to document Mr. Anime's gradual descent into madness, it was his final three YouTube videos that are, for me, the most telling. The third to last video features a now infamous title. Not long before the murders, the title is simply Mr. Anime is planning something. This title would be used for numerous websites and news outlets documenting the tragedies that followed. The video itself is simple enough. Well, hi everybody, it's Mr. Anime here, and I'm recording on my MacBook's webcam, and my MacBook's from like four years ago, so the webcam is not that great, so you'll have to bear with me. This is just an update video to let you guys know that uh, I'm going to reward myself with a, probably a two or three week break coming up here from YouTube videos, uh, anime reviews in particular. I might do some blog stuff. Um, I want to thank you guys a lot for sticking with me and watching the channel. Uh, I got more subscribers than ever. I have more views than ever, and uh, everything is going really good. So um, I'll probably be putting out some blog videos, like I said, and I hope you enjoy those blog videos. I hope you definitely enjoy those. And um, the Google AdSense thing has been going great, and uh, I really appreciate you guys. Um, clicking on my uh, pay, well, I won't say it, but you guys know what to do, and I'll, uh, I'll see you with some blog videos. Thanks for watching my channel. Trey seems perkier than in previous videos. His words not slurred, his eyes less empty. This is the calm before the storm. The next video, the second to last, is revealing. Trey found out about the term neat after watching a popular anime. It stands for not in education, employment, or training. And this struck a chord with Trey. So, after watching Welcome to the NHK and learning about the NET NEETS, which are people that are not in employment, education, or training, well, they used to be called Status Zero about 20 years ago, but they finally changed them to NEETS not in employment, education, or training. Technically, since I do a little Googling, I don't totally consider myself a neat, but this word is somewhat of an insult over in Japan. Not so much. It's not like, you know, you go up to someone and call them a faggot. Neats are looked upon as, you know, the lower range of society. Like, think about it. They're not employed. Uh, they have no education prospects. They're not doing any training. So they're just sitting around really doing a bunch of nothing. A lot of people are playing video games. Uh, people like myself are wasting time on YouTube. <laughs> so my main question to you guys is, and girls, neats. Are they out of control? Are you a neat? Would you be afraid to consider yourself a neat? Because welcome to the NHK, this is the kind of thing that I wanted to retread on a little bit. And welcome to the NHK, the main character always stayed in his room he had trash all over the place. Um, and you know, he was a neat, but I don't know if you, I don't know where the line is between neat and fucking hobo. And as for me, a neat? No. 
I like to get out and do a little funk sometimes. It's trying to make and shake it. But all jokes aside, there is a hidden truth behind these people that are not in employment, training, or education. And there's people that are aspiring artists. There's people that are aspiring reviewers, like myself. I would absolutely love to make a living off reviewing anime. I know there's a lot of you guys out there that would love to make a living off drawing and sketching because I know there's a lot of you that have sketched well because you've sent me some of your sketches. So what I'm trying to get at is I don't think that neats are losers. I think um, some of them may be, you know, fucked up crackhead cooking crack in the kitchen shooting straight into your fucking arm like fucked up people. But I think there's a large majority of needs that is out there. They're working from home like I am. They're trying to make it. They're trying to do something with the talent that they want to do. So you know what? It's clear that Trey is highly intoxicated in this video. His words more slurred than ever. His hyper defensiveness likely caused by the fact that Trey had been unemployed for most of his adult life. This was when it was difficult to make money off of having a YouTube channel. The irony is that many that came after would go on to make it big in the field. I can't help but wonder if success would have taken him down a different path, but I doubt it. Trey would later tell investigators that he was a self-described loner during the year leading up to the murders. One has to wonder if this isolation only expedited his downfall on his since-removed Facebook page. Trey was at first very active with friends and family. Friends obviously played a large role in the production of his short films. Trey even reviewed some anime with friends. In the last year leading up to the murder, however, his social media activity ground to a halt. In his final YouTube video, shortly before this story would reach its dark conclusion, Trey makes an announcement that should have been a happy one. Titled, Mr. Anime's New Job, it seems that Trey would finally become a part of the employed masses. He would no longer be a neat. The video seems somewhat rushed and, like his other videos, has a bizarre twist. In the center of the video, he is talking with a clone of himself. The clone has an unmistakable drunk act going that I think may be a commentary on his previous videos. Perhaps... Trey was suggesting that he would be leaving the booze behind. What makes the video jarring is that the skit cuts off abruptly, which gives the video a somewhat surreal feeling. Well, hey everybody, what's going on? It's Mr. Anime here, and well, I have some pretty good news. It's not, well, I have some kind of bad news, but it is good news. The good news is that I now have found a full-time job in a department that I'm uh, interested in, which is film. I'm still going to be doing the Google thing, though, and I'm still going to be doing videos. So keep supporting Mr. Anime. I'll still be doing anime reviews, but probably not as many, because this job will be full-time. But thanks to all of y'all, I've been able to be recognized by some people, and I'm going to be doing some good stuff. Mr. Anime Season 2, we've had a lot of history together. But I'm going to be gone for some work. And I might need you to help me. What do you say? Come on. Think about it. You, sir. Uh, you, cool. sir. Cool. So please support me. Uh, keep watching Mr. Anime Reviews. Thanks to everyone. Everyone. All you guys. Even though I think I'm the only one here. And of course, click my... Well, you know what to do. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Over the four or five years, I appreciate it a lot. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It was the morning of the big day. Trey Sesler had been binge drinking. 
Perhaps it was the stress from the recent job that made him finally snap. Only one person will ever know. Whatever the reason, on March 19th, 2012, Trey made the decision that he would finally join the ranks of the mass shooters he had idolized over the years. But Trey had a conundrum. He knew he couldn't bear the shame of his family knowing of his acts, so Trey chose to take them out of the picture. In his own words, Trey had this to say, The thing about my family is I would protect them with my livelihood. At the same time, if anyone was going to hurt them, it was going to be me. They were the first immediate human targets in my sight, and if I was going to go out and do anything, they would have to go. It's this duality that allowed the events that followed. Armed with a pistol and an assault rifle, Trey went to the family garage where he called out to his mother, Rhonda. When she entered, Trey fired four rounds into her chest and stomach. After the shots hit her, Rhonda immediately collapsed to the floor. Though shaken and upset, Trey would later tell investigators that this moment would only seal his father and brother's fate. He couldn't go to his father and explain that he had murdered mom. After executing his mother, Trey tracked down and shot his brother, Mark. He stopped for a moment to look at his brother laying in a pool of his own blood. Okay, I guess I got him, Trey thought to himself and pressed on. The noise of the gunshots woke Trey's father, Lawton. Confused by the loud shots, Lawton began shouting, obviously in a half-awake stupor. Trey acts quickly. He runs into his father's room and fires two shots into him. Not all of his family perished from the initial gunshots. So, methodically, Trey went through the family home and fired mercy shots into each family member's head. Incapable of dealing with his actions, Trey became enraged. Furniture smashed, walls kicked and punched through, windows shattered, and the family pets murdered one by one. Lawton Ray Sessler was born on August 15, 1953. He was a school teacher and beloved by his students. Rhonda Wise Sessler was born on August 10, 1954. She and Lawton had been married for 34 years. Mark Allen Sessler was born on September 5, 1985. He was only 26 years old when he passed. The family was buried in Waller, Texas. Before we move on, I'd like to play audio from a video found on YouTube. In it, a young girl, who was Lawton Ray Sessler's student, mourns the passing of her teacher. I warn you that this clip is heartbreaking and tragic. If you can't handle audio of a clearly upset and grieving child, I suggest skipping past this part. And honestly, I don't blame you. As you all know about Mr. Sessler and Trey Sessler killing his mom his dad and his older brother well his father was actually my teacher and that's him and he was actually my teacher and um like he was like about him it was like he was awesome he was just everything he was like the, my favorite teacher i could ever even have and i wouldn't even ask for a better one but he's still in my heart and the, He's playing with the Dallas Stars and singing the angels in heaven right now. Honestly, I've never cried this hard. I didn't know I would be crying this hard over Mr. Sessler. And the last words he said to me was, your grades are dropping. And the last words he said to my mom was that I was an amazing and bright student. I don't know why the heck anybody would ever want to shoot Mr. Sessler of all people. I remember when my parents told me I was sitting in my um, outside and they said I need to talk to you after I got home from my friend's house. And um, they told me, they me down and said, um, have y'all seen Mr. Sessler at all this week? And I said, no. And, well, he said, and my parents said, well, now he's in heaven. And I couldn't take it. 
I really, really love Mr. Sessler. He was the best person, honestly. He was, he was the person I looked up to a lot, a lot. And I just can't believe I'm never going to see him. <laughs> God bless his family and everybody that knew him and my and Robinson, the fifth grade teachers and staff and students. God bless everybody for for knowing him and at least treating him with the respect he needed. May 19th. 2012 was the worst day of my life and the day I cried the hardest. <sighs> Goodbye, Mr. Sosser, and I miss you and I love you forever. And no one ever is going to take your place and be the best teacher in the world. <sighs> and everybody in the world is happy that you actually knew thank you Mr. Sasser for everything you've done for us goodbye and we love you on a door Trey wrote I will never forgive myself I don't know why I did this God help me on another part of the home he wrote I love my mom and dad and brother on a cabinet reads I will never forgive my state of mind, never. No one will forgive me, not even me. Hours later, perhaps after he sobered up some, Trey sat in the parking lot of a high school less than a block away from his home. In the vehicle with him sat a semi-automatic assault rifle. In front of Trey sat what was the intended ultimate goal. His aim? To shoot and kill at least 70 people. Part of the plan was to fire on students in the bleachers during Waller High School's homecoming football game. In his recorded confession, Trey told investigators, I was thinking, well, you know I could creep across the field and open up on the home stands and probably cause more mayhem with people trying to get away. There's my opportunity, Trey thought to himself, but something was wrong. It seems that Trey was suffering from a conscious. Maybe he had empathy after all. He gazed long into the abyss and it gazed back. But Trey didn't like what he saw. In his confession, Trey explained that things had become too real after murdering his family. And that's what fascinates me about this case. In the end, Trey felt remorse. I don't believe that he deserves forgiveness, but I do believe that Mr. Anime feels regret. I believe that he regrets what he did every day, but that Trey Sessler now occupies a world indifferent to his feelings, and for whatever it's worth, he will die alone with his regret. He is known on YouTube as Mr. Anime, this self-styled film critic whose videos have been watched more than a million times. Hi, Mr. Anime here. And if you saw the title of the video, you know what this is all about. But Trey Sessler is much more than a student of Japanese-style animation. Oh, how you doing, everyone? It's Mr. Anime. Or you can call me Trey. You can call me the guy that does the video game reviews. Or you can call me the guy that does all the gun stuff now. All the gun stuff now. Yeah, according to police in Texas, this guy studied murder before becoming a mass killer. The 22-year-old is now in jail under $5 million bond and a suicide watch. He is charged with gunning down his school teacher father, his mother, and his older brother, all at the family's home. This is uh, Waller, just out of Houston in Texas. Here's the home. Police say Sessler also admitted killing animals, shooting at closed businesses and schools in the middle of night also setting fires, and he had plans to do much, much more. He further admitted to investigators that he studied serial killers to the point of grading their work and researching mass shootings in public areas that included, but not limited to, the Columbine shooting incident. He had thoughts of committing some act of public violence such as these. 
on the phone with me, Waller County Sheriff Glenn Smith from Hempstead, Texas. Uh, first, you know, just excellent, uh, excellent work, uh, work on catching someone who obviously uh, intended to seek harm, sir. We just heard from the chief of police saying this is a guy who studied serial killers to the point of giving them grades. Do, do you have you been able to deduce what his intent would have been? What have you learned about him? Well, during this investigation, and of course, certainly still ongoing, but. Uh, he took what he felt like was the top eight serial killers graded about what action they took, but he also studied all kinds of mad shootings, just like the Columbine shooting and other school events. But I think in his mind, uh, he was just trying to uh, see the possibility of what he could, could maybe do in the future to outdo them. Sheriff, I have read that you've described him in terms of his psyche. You say he is the class example of escalating criminal behavior. What do you mean by that? Well, he's classic in the sense of during the interviews, I mean, he started at a younger age killing animals, killing personal pets. Oh. He moved from that to shooting large animals, has... Uh, talked about setting up a few small grass fires. He has uh, taken rifles and shot at buildings uh, at various times in the middle of the night when they were obviously closed. And and it was just a, uh, there's nothing normal about a criminal like this, but it, it's just a typical of uh, starting with small activity and, and building up in that mindset to, to possibly commit some horrific act. Which, uh, thank goodness you caught him before he potentially did that. Um, also, so I'm clear, he did ultimately, I mean, this is a man who ultimately confessed to killing his mother, his brother, and father. And then from what I read, he scribbled this on the wall. He scribbled, why did I do this? I love my mom, dad, and brother. This is what he wrote um, after, after doing this. Is he showing any remorse in, in custody, sir? Well, uh... There is signs of remorse, or at least he's displaying that. Uh, uh, there's been times that uh, tears have been shown and, uh, you know, and, and acts like that. Now, whether he's uh, sincerely remorseful or uh, putting on some type of sociopathic appearance here, uh, it's hard to say. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.